Today from the Global Lane, they're enduring the cold without electricity. Will Ukrainian resolve send Putin and his troops packing? If we keep supporting them and they keep fighting, sooner or later, they're liable to win this thing. 5,000 blankets. How God used a mom and her son to bring warmth to the homeless. It's a rocky story, really. Someone who gets knocked down and gets back up and keeps keeps going. And what the real-life mom portrayed in the new film wants you to know about the homeless. These people are human beings just like anybody else. They deserve compassion. They deserve love. And an urgent warning from the former Navy SEAL who says he's no longer transsexual. I see how I destroyed everything in my life that was holy. The temple of God, our bodies, what we have here. We're hurting our kids. Kids are dying. And it's all right here on the Global Lane. This week, the European Union, United States, Britain, Australia, Canada, and Japan began imposing a cap on the price of Russian oil. They've set the limit at 60 euros per barrel. That's about $63. The plan is to reduce the amount of hard currency the Russians may receive to continue their war in Ukraine. Will this work? What are the chances that peace talks to end the war may begin soon, maybe by early next year? Well, here with us is former U.S. Congressman from Florida and former U.S. Ambassador to the Vatican, Francis Rooney. Ambassador Rooney, it's, it's good to talk with you again. So what do you think of this EU Western powers plan to deny Russia hard currency by capping the price they'll pay for Russian oil? Well, I think it's good to try to deprive them of all the hard currency we can, but I'm not sure that the the 60 euro amount is going to really uh, be effective. I mean, you know, supply and demand for oil is kind of, is global, and they'll 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 try to they'll sell their oil elsewhere if they don't sell it to Europe. Well, why why not just stop buying Russian oil altogether? That's what I would do. I would just just cold turkey say we don't want your oil at any price. Why are they hesitant to do that? Well, because Germany's got themselves in this real tough spot of being so dependent on Russian energy, and it's hard for them to get totally off of it. They're all scrambling to get LNG and alternates and fire back up coal plants and fire back up their nuclear plants to try to figure out a way around the uh, dependency that the, gov the German government's created on, on Russian oil and gas. U Ukrainian President Zelensky predicts a cold winter uh, for his people, as the Russians have destroyed much of the country's electrical power grid. He says there will be hardship and terror, but he says the Ukrainian people have something the Russians do not have, and that's the will to protect their homes. So their strongest motivation to endure is that. Your thoughts on that? Few people expected the Ukrainians to hold out this long. No, I, I certainly didn't expect it either, but they're, they're kind of like we're on the other side of the coin from where we were in Vietnam. We're fighting with the people who are fighting for their home, not against them. And, and we've seen it in Vietnam. We've seen it in a lot of conflicts that when people are fighting for their home, they can really outperform expectations. And, of course, the Russian army has underperformed expectations in their lack of organization, lack of training, lack of uh, will to fight. Well, still, it seems like Putin is digging in his heels and what do you make of reports that uh, he is ill, that he fell downstairs, he soiled himself? Do you, do you believe he has cancer or some other illness? What do you make of that? I don't know. I was just talking with a, a senator a friend of mine about that last night at a dinner here in Florida. And, uh, you know, there have been some reports that he looks puffy, like he's on some kind of cortisone or something. But I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't count the guy out till he's in the box. 
Well, what's the likelihood that peace talks may start soon? I think there's an increasing likelihood of that. Um, Macron, you know, uh, was was just over here, and uh, it's very important that the Germans and Macron and, and maybe even England uh, be involved in any kind of talks. It needs to be a NATO-wide uh, approach to this thing, and and so it's good good that they're starting to talk a little bit. We can't let Zelensky do it. He won't do it. Well, it seems there's been a hesitancy to even go down this road. Uh, what, what's the holdup? Uh, I, I think that the countries have probably had some more discussions behind the t behind the closed doors at NATO and by telephone of world Western leaders and things like that that meets the eye. But I think they've been waiting till they get to the point where they think they can uh, make it work with Zelensky. And what should the U.S. do now then? Well, I think we need to supply them the next level of range of missiles that we can that are still short enough not to be able to fire into Russia. And I think that's an important point. We, we need to be able to say to Russia, we didn't sell them anything that they could fire on your homeland with. But uh, if we keep supporting them and they keep fighting, sooner or later, they're liable to win this thing. I mean, they've got the Russians pinned back to the very eastern ridge of the country now, and now they're starting to move south. And there's some thoughts, I, I guess it was Elon Musk who was wondering, why not just uh, give up some of your land, Ukraine, uh, for Russia, and then it would be the end of it? What do you think? Well, that's what Henry Kissinger said, too. I'm not sure that they need to do that now. I would have said that early on. You're not going to dislodge them out of Crimea, so why don't you just let them have Crimea and the, they stole and, uh, and, and, and move on? But uh, now I, I think Zelensky's aspirations are raised, and if they start moving south towards uh, Crimea, I, I don't know whether— they would go for it. And, and finally, there are some calls in Congress uh, for more accountability on the money and the weapons that the U.S. has sent to Ukraine. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's a very good idea. You know, we've we've had uh, a history of, of, of massive corruption in the Ukraine, and that's part of why they did, held up sending in those javelin missiles for the first couple of years of Trump's presidency. And then they finally did it. Um, very corrupt country. They're trying to become a democracy, but they don't have it all figured out yet, especially in the light of all this COVID stuff. Whatever the government spends, they need to make sure they spend it right for once. OK, accountability. And we'll wait and see what happens with peace talks. But it will be a very cold winter in Ukraine. Former Congressman, former ambassador to the Vatican, Francis Rooney, thank you for taking the time to share your insights. Thank you for having me. Your paycheck. Your family depends on it. But if something happened to you, you need life insurance, and chances are SelectQuote can get it for you for under a dollar a day. SelectQuote found Michael, 38, a $500,000 policy for under $23 a month. SelectQuote found Anna, 37, a $750,000 policy for under $23 a month. SelectQuote's secret? They comparison shop a select group of great companies like these for your best rate. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. Since 1985, SelectQuote has saved over a million families millions of dollars on life insurance. Call now, 1-800-546-8380. That's 1-800-546-8380, or go to SelectQuote.com. Discover what over a million families know. We shop, you save. 
If you're over 50, imagine you could turn back the clock on your stiff, achy joints 10, even 20 years. Imagine you could do this without products that just temporarily hide the symptoms and may have side effects. Imagine no more. Introducing InstaFlex Advanced. Get a complimentary sample just by texting MOVE to 231231. InstaFlex Advanced is different because it targets the root cause of joint soreness and stiffness. It doesn't just cover up symptoms. Instead, it bathes your joints in its unique combination of five key natural ingredients found in no other product. Key ingredients backed by five clinical studies. InstaFlex Advanced is so powerful, you could have better knees in just one week. Maybe that's why it's the number one selling joint brand at GNC. But you can only get your complimentary sample by texting MOVE to 231231. Plus, text now and we'll include a tube of InstaFlex pain cream with its exclusive oxygenated oil for fast-acting relief from the pain of arthritis, back aches, and sore muscles absolutely free. Text M-O-V-E to 231231. Yes, it's likely to be a cold Christmas and winter for the people of war-ravaged Ukraine, but what about folks right here in the USA? The homeless are perhaps among the most vulnerable, especially in northern areas of the country where temperatures often dip well below freezing and even below zero. A new film, 5,000 Blankets, tells the story of how one family was moved to turn their own tragedy into help and hope for the homeless. The Fathom event film is out in theaters next week. The movie's director, Amin Matalka, joins us now with more. Amin, it's a pleasure to talk with you, so please give us a little of the plot here What's 5,000 Blankets about? Thanks for having me, uh, Gary. Yeah, it, the film stars Anna Camp, Rob Mays, and Carson Minear. Um, it is the story, the true story of a Texas mother, North Texas and Fort Worth, um, set in the early 2000s when her husband has a schizophrenic breakdown and goes missing. Mother and son go looking, go searching for her husband, and 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 in the process, they become involved with the homeless. When her son says, basically, his sense of empathy um, has him call, like he feels the call to the need to do something greater than himself, which is to collect blankets for the homeless. And in that process, they start this organization, Philip Swish, which today collects over 100,000 items, not only blankets, but also feeding the homeless and taking care of them and, you know, things like that. So um, it's a very inspiring story of, uh, it's a rocky story, really. Someone who gets knocked down and gets back up and keeps keeps going. Well, I know you've won awards for the Jordanian film you directed, Captain Abu Ra'ed, and, and you've done yeah. others, including the action-adventure film, The Rendezvous. So tell me, why 5,000 blankets? I mean, what was it about this script that made you agree to do it? Yeah, well, when I read the script uh, by Matt Antonelli and uh, the, based on uh, the original screenplay by Larry Postel, I, 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 it was a page turner. I, I actually forgot that I was reading it to basically dissect it. And I found myself watching a movie uh, play before my eyes. And uh, really every page was, it had a constant sense of motion. And, um, and uh, it's a hero's journey, really. It's the call to adventure. So it's pretty universal. And that was the first thing that really caught my uh, interest. And uh, I love stories of unsung heroes. And this is definitely one of them. Um, someone who's doing something really for her son. She's not doing it for any glory. She's just doing it to have a sense of um, control over something. And in that process, becomes an activist, you know. 
it's just, it's just a beautiful script. And then my responsibility as a director is just to convey it with the same honesty and respect to the audience and make it an emotional experience. And I think that's why we go to the movies um, to feel something. And this is definitely a movie that's very uh, moving, I think. Well, we see many films coming out of Hollywood today that aren't really about faith or they aren't family friendly. So how important to you is that to put more films like this out there and why? I mean, you know, there's room for uh, I enjoy action movies as much as uh, anyone else. But uh, uh, human stories are there's a need for human stories because they make us feel less alone in the world. So for me, um it, whether someone is has faith or doesn't, I think they will connect with the the human struggle and the story of someone who's just trying to hang on, you know. And um, in the process of making the movie, I felt like there was a greater hand at work um, guiding us. And um, yeah, I think you know movies that have good family values. The, there's a need for them to to counterbalance the movies that don't and there's plenty of those so so but but i think it's 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 just a universal film that's um that's honest to the characters first and foremost good to see movies with heart isn't it and so wh what do you think the takeaway for people is with this film what do you want people to leave the theater thinking about after seeing 5000 blankets um, I don't set out to make a, a film that says, here, do this or do that. I just want people to feel with the characters and their journey. And if if you come out of the film feeling a greater sense of empathy for those who are on the streets um, because of different life circumstances, uh, I think the movie does a pretty decent job of exploring not only the um, the mental illness element of her husband, but also just the plight of the war veteran who basically came home and lost their way. And, um, and uh, you know, there's, there's just the different faces and the movie tries to see past the surface, you know? Okay, Amin Metalka, director of the new film, 5,000 Blankets. Thank you for being with us and coming up, we're going to talk to Cindy Bunch. You know Cindy very well, the woman whose true life story is told in 5,000 Blankets. Thank you, Amin. Thanks so much, Gary. Really appreciate having us on the show. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. You can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, but you've got to call now. Call the number on your screen today. It's a free call.
If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Not only can a CGM immediately reduce pain, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. We'll also provide free shipping of your new CGM, and we'll bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar four more times per day and injecting insulin three or more times per day or using an insulin pump, call now and learn how to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. 5,000 Blankets, bringing help and hope to the homeless. It's a new Fathom event film in theaters next week, and it's based on the true life story of Cindy Bunch and her family. Cindy joins us to explain more. Cindy, thank you for taking the time to share your story. So how did this movie come about? Briefly tell us what happened to you and your family. Well, my um, husband um, suffered from schizophrenia. And he would often get off of his medications. And when that would happen, he would disappear. And he was a construction engineer working in downtown Fort Worth. So um, Philip and I would go looking for him in that area. And it's two blocks away from him where he was working. Two blocks away is the homeless district. And we just started driving around the homeless district. And Philip was introduced to a world that, um, most children don't get to see. And actually it was Philip's wish to start our nonprofit. Uh, I was putting him, actually I was tucking him into bed one night after a long day of searching. And he just asked me a question. He said, mommy, are you warm? And I said, yeah, baby. He says, do you think daddy's warm? Kind of took me back and I said, yeah. I think daddy's warm. And he goes, well, mom, what about all those other people? All those other people we saw when we were driving around, are they warm? Oh, wow. And I just told him the truth. I told him, no, baby, I don't think they're warm. And he says, well, we, we need to get blankets, lots and lots of blankets so we can warm them all up. And this kid did not stop. It was day after day after day after day for about four days until it finally just hit me that I needed to do something and I needed to do something quick. And we were, we were, we didn't have any money back then. We were, I, I was working two jobs and going to um, school at night, trying to get our lives back together. And um, I just typed up a letter. I mean, telling our story and I made a thousand copies of this letter and literally, I stood on the streets of downtown Fort Worth and handed this letter about our life to everybody that walked by. And I'm an extremely shy person. So it was kind of, I was just kind of like, take this, take this, take this, take this, take this. I mean, everybody that walked by. And a reporter called me up and he said, we'd like to do an interview with you and your son. And I said, okay, that sounds great. So Philip and I, did an interview um, with the channel here in um, Fort Worth. 
and he was five and a half at the time. And the reporter asked him a question. He says, well, how many blankets do you want to collect? And Philip said, 5,000, 5,000 blankets. We're going to get 5,000 blankets. And then a screenwriter saw the segment and he called me up on the phone and he said, I'd love to write a screenplay. And I didn't think much about it. And I was like, okay. So he called me back the next day and he said, can we meet? So I met with him and it's history. Here we are. <laughs> well, and you obviously have a heart for the homeless. So does your son, Philip. The weather's getting colder now. What do you want our viewers to know about the homeless that they may not already know? What did you learn from your experience? That these people are human beings, just like anybody else. They all have a story. Um, they deserve compassion. They deserve love. They deserve somebody to listen to them. Actually, if you sit down and you listen to them, you're going to know exactly what they need. But it takes that connection. You have to literally connect with these people because they're unseen. I and mean, people walk by them like they're, they're not human. It's, it really, it bothers me a lot. It's hard to discern the ones who truly need our help. What's our responsibility as Christians to help them? I've, I've heard a lot of Christians say, we don't want to enable someone who's got an uh, alcohol or drug habit. What do you say to them? Okay. I got a question. Yeah, I got an answer for that. Okay, so if someone's addicted to some kind of opiate, so I'll just leave it opiate and alcoholism. Okay, if they do not get that drug or their alcohol, they will go into, um, some will have seizures. Um, they need it to su sustain them, to keep them alive. And people don't seem to understand that. They say, oh, he's just an alcoholic. Oh, he's just a drug addict. That is not true. These people are human beings and they have an illness and it needs to be seen as such. Yeah, and I think the goal is to eventually get them to uh, get off the drugs or the alcohol and be cured, but it's yeah. it's very hard the way the system is set up right now. The movie is 5,000 Blankets. It's out in theaters as a Fathom event, December 12th and 13th. Cindy, thanks so much for sharing with us. We appreciate your story. Oh, God bless you. And, you know, let's get people moving. Let's get them out there. Let's get them helping. It, it takes all of us. It takes all of us to make a difference. Do you listen to the TV on high volume or have trouble hearing conversations? Then you would benefit from hearing aids. Don't waste thousands on expensive hearing aids when you can get Nano's revolutionary technology for just $297. Don't be fooled by higher priced hearing aids. The CIC Recharge is a true hearing aid, not an amplifier. With rechargeable technology many customers say is superior to more expensive models. Call now and get not one, but two Nano hearing aids for just $297. $97. Plus, we'll add a portable charging case and ship your order absolutely free. The CIC Recharge has a tiny in-the-ear canal design that is nearly invisible. Why keep missing out on important conversations or waste thousands of dollars? Call and get two CIC Recharge hearing aids for only $297 and free shipping. 800-641-6770. Again, that's 800-641-6770. Your paycheck. Your family depends on it. 
But if something happened to you, you need life insurance. And chances are SelectQuote can get it for you for under a dollar a day. SelectQuote found Michael, 38, a $500,000 policy for under $23 a month. SelectQuote found Anna, 37, a $750,000 policy for under $23 a month. SelectQuote's secret? They comparison shop a select group of great companies like these for your best rate. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. Since 1985, SelectQuote has saved over a million families millions of dollars on life insurance. Call now. 1-800-546-8380. That's 1-800-546-8380 or go to SelectQuote.com. Discover what over a million families know. We shop, you save. Transsexual turnaround. The former Navy SEAL who lived as a transsexual for the last 10 years says he's no longer trans. Appearing on the Robbie Starbucks show, Chris Beck, formerly known as Kristen Beck, suggests he became transsexual in 2012 because he suffered from adjustment disorder and wanted to get rid of the caveman he had become. I had some trauma, you know? And now I'm walking into our psychologist's office and one day, one day I had a letter in my hand saying I was transgender. I was authorized hormones, I was authorized all this other stuff. Just one hour with a VA psychiatrist and Beck began the transgender transition. Beck is a highly decorated Navy SEAL who served in the military for 20 years. He told Starbuck that he parroted the words that he was told by psychologists and liberals who profited from his gender dysphoria. He likens it to brainwashing and says he was told he could make millions of dollars. He and professor of psychiatry Ann Speckard wrote the book Warrior Princess. Beck explained that groups gave him awards for simply walking into a room. They'd tell him how courageous he was. Really? I guess coming out as trans is more courageous than facing down the Taliban in Afghanistan or Al-Qaeda in Iraq? Although Beck became transgender after his military service, liberals used him to help advance their agenda to impose transgenderism on the U.S. military. The thinking was, if a former Navy SEAL could become trans, then why couldn't trans people serve in the military? Beck warns parents against giving their children hormones or allowing them to undergo gender reassignment surgeries. He says it's all about protecting the mental health and well-being of our nation's children. And he urges parents to do research and examine data from Sweden, where sex reassignment surgeries and treatments have been going on for years. And now these children that did this really young, they're getting older now. And what's happening to them now? What's the suicide rate? What's happening to them now and what are they looking at in their life? I look back on my life and I see how I destroyed everything in my life that was holy. The temple of God, our bodies, what we have here. We're hurting our kids, kids are dying. And I don't want that to happen. It's killing me because I helped do that. CNN and how they used me. Part of my image is, is hurting these kids. Everything that happened to me for the last 10 years is just, it's just horrible. They destroyed my life. I destroyed my life. I'm not a victim. I did it to myself, but I had some help. He sure did, and so have others suffering from trauma or gender confusion. Beck says thousands of gender dysphoria clinics are now popping up around the country. And suddenly, transgenderism has become popular. A multi-billion dollar industry has been created.
Folks, parents need to get some common sense here and put the long-term health of our children front and center. Like Planned Parenthood, profiting from abortion, we now have a whole new industry making big bucks from hormone treatments and surgeries that alter the sex of our children. Beck rightly mentions 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, where the Apostle Paul writes, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Yes, we are made in the image of our Creator, male and female, He made us. Let's honor that. And listen to this former transgender Navy SEAL who says it's not political or religious. It's all about protecting the long-term health and well-being of our children and the person that God has destined them to be. Well, that's it today from the Global Lane. Be sure to follow us on the CBN News and NRB channels, social media, and our broadcast affiliates. And until next time, be blessed.